Are we live? Yay! Hey. <laughs> Welcome back to 2018. This is the Comprehensive Beatdown. I'm Bloggy Bonilla. I'm Silent G. And uh, yeah, this is the first episode of the year, right? Yeah. All right. First episode in a minute. Woo! Yay! Party! So... Yeah. We haven't done this in a while. What do we normally do? Oh, we tell uh, them where to find us. Yeah, you yeah. guys. Um, That's your job. Make sure you check. <laughs> make sure you check, guys. Are checking us out uh, on um, buddydopemedianetwork.com. Find us on Twitter at Comp Beatdown. Find us on Facebook, Comprehensive Beatdown. Uh, you can email us, ComprehensiveBeatdown at gmail.com. Find us on the uh, Satchel Player app. Uh, which is the best way to to catch us? Yeah, uh, you can always find also find us on iTunes if you need to, and um, I think that's it. Can I just say um, I've learned through our email that we are very popular with people who try to scam you out of internet money. <laughs> um, so I think that's our biggest listening demographic so, right okay, now. Yeah, Nigerian we'll have to talk about that off. and stuff. We'll have to talk about that off air. We're gonna have to monetize that somehow. Yeah, because well, they're we need trying money. to monetize us. So yeah, we gotta get so we're gonna flip the script money, on yeah. them. Um, all right, so yeah, as uh, Bloggy said, we are back for 2018. Um, we are excited to be. Um, I'll scoot up a little. Oh, that sounds better. Uh, we're excited to be um, back at the studio with our man Lokai and Tiffany. Give it up for him. Woo! Yay! Um, recording us, and you know what that means when we're here. That usually means we have a very special guest, um, which we do, which we'll get to our very special guest in just a minute. Um, but tell them what we're listening to, real uh, quick. We're listening to an album off Tiambe Lockhart's new album called. Uh, the album is called "She Has Risen." Um, it is really good. Um, I got a good friend of mine that was involved in making this album, so uh, I really like it. Really dig it. It's got a lot of people on it. Uh, George Ann Muldrow, it's got uh, Bilal on it, Christian Scott's on it, so um, really good album, definitely check that out if you get out if you guys get a chance, it's on all your streaming yeah. sites. Now listen to it today, it's most excellent. Um, so yeah, check that out, we wanted to throw that out there for you guys, since we um, are just getting into the new year and we're just starting to get new albums rolling out, so... It's gonna get busy soon. Yeah, it's about to get busy, um, but... We have a very special guest uh, in the studio today. Tell him who you are, special guest. Hey, man, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah you can say oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, it's I was cool. about to say, yeah, can dope. I say happening? <laughs> 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 no, nah, what's going on? This is James Crow. Yeah. Hi, everyone. So, late, was it late last year? What, in October? October you kind of beyonce an album yeah, on the Beyonce'd asses. everyone. Yeah. Um, so, we are here today to listen to your new project entitled cool. uh, Devil Music. That's what's up. That's cool. what's up. Thank so you very much. So, we're going to go through it and uh, just kind of let you tell us about stuff and we'll ask you questions. You know how it works. Have you oh. been on? Have we had you on officially? We before? have not. This is the first no. time. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. So, uh, tell us a little bit about the project and what we're listening to. Um, yeah, so again, the project is Devil Music. Uh, I titled it that because I wanted it, I wanted to reveal the connection with black music throughout the history of this country and how the music has always been viewed as uh, the work of the devil mm-hmm. and anything, any kind of music uh, that came from black people would be the type of music that would make women get loose and everybody start smoking reefer and you know driving reckless on the streets and stuff like right. that so the good that, stuff. yeah right I know <laughs> having a good time and all you yeah. know so uh, that was the, the you know, behind the title, whatever. Um, yeah, it's like nine tracks. It's very short. 
um, quick and to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Jaffro beat. That's what I call it. Jaffro beat. Yeah, you know, I, I like to. I focus a lot more on the drum and using my voice as a drum with this. Mm. So, uh, in my rhyming. The uh, the pattern was like a drum in my head, and, and words became drums okay. instead of me just being, you know, extra melodic like what we hear a lot of. Right. So that was the idea behind it. that track right there was is titled Branch Street. It's the first track on the album. Uh, when I moved to Jaffrica, that was the street I lived on, Branch right. Street. So that's why I titled it that. Um, all the titles are like a reference to to Jackson. Yeah. In some shape or form. This is Freedom Corner, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's good. <laughs> you know, I like it. Um, every, all the tracks except for one is uh, produced by Dog. Doug. Doug. Yeah. yeah. AKA Chief Supreme Chafrican. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Player LaFleur with the good hair. Uh, <laughs> I got one track produced by Fifth Child, uh, Battlefield Park. Nice. Yeah. I remember texting you when I listened to this, and I just thought the drums were amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, he really, oh, yeah. They're so hard. Yeah. Um, so the devil music thing, I was going to say, I just recently rewatched uh, Jazz, the Ken Burns documentary. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a few years. And it's just so, to your point, it's so crazy, um, you know, looking back through, like, swing music and how that was, like, pop music for a while, but that was, like, the whole... You know, opium, and you said reefers era right. and stuff, and people thought it could never get any worse than that. You know, um, I mean, we got news for you. <laughs> yeah, and like Jim Crow laws lasting as long as they did had a lot to do with swing music and people right. not wanting their white daughters out there, you know, exactly. messing around with the jazz musicians. And it's hard for me to convey that to my students; they don't understand like how bad people thought swing music was. Right. It's just cartoony music to us now. Exactly. You know? So um, then there's in there that other level that you call it devil music and most of the music even you know especially black music is put out by white record labels so it's kind of like right. white uh-huh. devil's music too uh-huh. you know? uh-huh. yeah some of a double entendre there yeah Hell yeah. I feel like I've heard these songs a thousand times now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, it is good. Yeah. You know, a thousand more will do it. So you kind of, yeah, I guess you took a little time off for making music or you weren't doing shows as much. Um, um, what brought you back? So actually, I wrote everything except for battlefield park all the way back in like between 2012 and 2014 okay i think that maybe maybe early 2014 by then i wrote just about everything um and yeah i i didn't necessarily take a break uh that's what a lot of people think Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so at that time when I was writing this, you know, I was studying a lot uh, about the history of music in this country, um, particularly reading uh, black music and blues people from Mary Baraka. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the ideas that I came with on this album um, 
come directly from from what I was studying at the time. Matter of fact, I kind of referenced it on this uh on this song right here. This is um Lil Joe. But um, I'm about to say it. Hold on, listen, listen. Shaped by the gospel, Gil Scott and Baraka. Yeah, yeah. see, <laughs> you know, that, um, but uh, shortly after. I finished writing everything for this and I'd done my rough drafts. Um, my wife at the time got very ill and she uh, eventually passed away. And um, I wouldn't say that I, I was taking a break, but I think people had just automatically assumed that I was taking a break. And so it was like, hey, you know, I'm still down to perform, whatever. And then. Um, not long after that, uh, I wanted to go ahead and do, you know, final draft of the album and everything. And then uh, Dog's computer had crashed. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and so we're trying to get his computer back working so that we can, you know, work on the beats a little more and everything. And, um, and then he moved to Miami. And still trying to get the computer everything working, we couldn't. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna drop it. You know, I just made an executive decision and just say, you know what? I like the way it sounds. Um, I got the tracks. We we can, you know, get everything working the way we want to. Uh, and just went and did a rough draft. Probably like the week before I released it, I did the final draft on everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. And that was October the 6th. Right when we did the Flamingo opening. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. That kind of pushed me to, to do it. Yeah. To go ahead and uh, release the album because I didn't want to perform old stuff. Right. If you will. So. so since you had the album written, um, did you have any inclination to do a lot of artists are doing and go back and try to update it in the trump era like did you have no any? uh which i think is great because yeah. i think too much is you know artistically is yeah people yeah i i don't want to give that guy any credit in saying that you know he inspired me to right. write anything because yeah. i mean my content is kind of there and it's applicable regardless you know you can listen to any track on the album like hey it's kind of what we're dealing with right now. Like, yeah, I wrote that shit like, you know, four <laughs> right. or five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> We've been dealing with it. Right, you know. We just had a cooler president for yeah. eight years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just a guy I want to play dominoes with. Right. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this here is Battlefield Park. Um, this is the only track that's produced by Fifth Child. Shout out to Fifth. Yeah. I kind of helped him with that, you know. Always, whenever I help, like, I don't push any buttons, <laughs> you know, but I'm like, okay, I want that sample right there. You know, add this, add that, and he goes yeah. and, and do it and everything. It's the big brother hell. <laughs> right. And <laughs> I, I get co-produced credits on there. <laughs> nice. I see what you're doing. Building right. up the resume. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Dre production credit. That's right. Ouch. <laughs> that's tough. What? <laughs> he didn't lie? Yeah. No, no, no. no. The, tru the truth can be hurtful mm -hmm. at times. It usually is. <laughs> So, do the track names? Did you name the track? I know you name them specifically after Jackson stuff, right? right. Um, did the track names have something to do with the content of the song, or did you just kind of name them? No. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the only one that has a reference to the song 
is the last track of the album, if I'm understanding Roz rap. Mm-hmm. Because after I did Religion, Guns, and Money, um, I was just like, it was such a relief to get that album out because it's like, that's how I want to sound. Right. I was like, oh, you know, just. Yeah. And and then uh, little homie Raha Maxwell, he's like, Raha's got to be 16 now, maybe maybe 17. But at the time, he's like, you know, 12, 13 years old. And he came up to me and was like, yo, you going to do another album? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll do another album. <laughs> and so I, I wrote that song and I, and I, uh, I referenced him in it and I named it after him. So, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, look at you. I know, right? You know, big brotherly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Crow loves the kids. Yeah. And at the same time, condone the sending of white killers into the black communities. So you talked about religion, guns, and money. Yes. Um, and then even... Um, so was this the natural progression from religion, guns, and money to you? Did it feel like the natural progression? Because you talk about, you know that being how you wanted to sound these two albums have it or those two albums have two completely different feels to them yeah um it could be production you know call it what you will but is this what you what you felt was the progression yeah it was it was a natural progression um so the black codes my first album Mm -hmm. that was like my hip-hop album yeah (laughs) you know i'm gonna get up there and rap (laughs) And, and it was just like um, I went to my brother's like, okay, what beat you got laying around? I'm a rap on that, you know. Yeah. And that's all it was. Uh, there was no real method to it. Gotcha. Uh, religion, guns, and money. Uh, there was an, an intentional uh, path I was trying to take mm-hmm. with that album. Uh, I was heavily listening to Gil Scott here and he had just passed at the time I was yeah, right in the in the middle of writing uh-huh. so a, a handful of the tracks sampled from him and inspired by him and when I went and listened to it after it was all said and done way before I released it um, it's that's how I wanted to sound it was like a it's, it's a blues record to me you know um it's just me rapping the blues yeah uh but again with with this album i wanted to focus a lot more on drums and again not i didn't have to have a hook or anything like that anything melodic and and when i came to uh when i went to dog and told him what i was what i was looking for and even when uh when I went to my brother, as far as like mixing it and mastering everything, I said, you know, this, I, I needed that drum to be the emphasis of it. I, I want rhythm. I want drum. I don't. I don't care about melody right now. It's like I want to strip it down and focus on on this, you know, this form right here. So, yeah, it, it was a natural progression just from the way I study music yeah. and the things that I'm learning in music uh, that's just the next thing for me yeah I think that's what cause, uh, on, on a religion guns and money you know if you listen to the way you rhyme on the tracks and I've talked about this before or maybe I, I I put it in uh, what I put it when I was still writing on the website about it, yeah. um, the way you 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 
the way you rhymed on the tracks was like you found a pocket for an instrument and you kind of used your vo- voice as that instrument. Uh, yes. On this album, it's still the same, but not the same because, like you said, you're using your voice as a drum, so there's a different kind of pattern to the way you rhyme over the tracks. Right. And so um, I think that's really, it, it's really, it shows a versatility that a lot of artists don't show, you know, right. in between, like, on albums, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to get caught up into one thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, whenever that next James Crow album you know, comes, you know, hopefully before I turn 40 in, in a couple of years. Ooh. Right. I mean, that's right. You got a year on yeah, 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 I got a year on you, yeah. Yeah. Because um, then I'm too old to rap. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, then there'll be something else, you know, just wherever my head is at the moment and what what kind of groove I'm in. Well, that was, that's a perfect segue because I was going to ask you what you were thinking about doing next. And then it occurred to me. So you're rapping like drums, you know, and like you're thinking about all these different spaces. I think you should learn how to play the pan flute. And it should be uh, Religion, Guns, and the Devil's Pan Flute should be your next album. Um, none of this rapping shit. It's, we're, we're post-hip-hop at right. this point. It's Have time a big to nymph on the cover. Yeah, it's time to do that kind of shit. Yeah. I like that idea. Right, cool. That's where we're going. I like it. Yeah. You heard it here first. Right. <laughs> this one is Sauce on Fries. That's Very amazing. heavy Jackson rapper. Right. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, talking about the... the the name of this track um, Venom took Venom was the first person that took me to ENLs, right right and so we get there and I'm like I'm in awe I was like man this place is dope and uh, so I ordered the rib tips you know and fries and he's like you gotta get sauce on the fries it's like I gotta do what He's yeah, like, man, you gotta do sauce on the fries. Sauce on fries. Right. And so I was like, all right, well, yeah, I don't want that. So we get back to, we, we go all the way back to his place and eat, right? And I'm just like, I'm in awe of how, like, this was the first time I've ever had sauce on my fries, and it's, like, changed my entire life. And yeah. what's you know? great about the sauce on fries is you forget that you're eating some of the best rib tips you've ever eaten in your exactly. life. Exactly. Absolutely. Know? And that's what every time I'm like, oh, man, the sauce on the fries is so good. And then you're like, oh, shit, I got this big pile of rib tips, too, that's, like, the best I've ever had. Yeah, that's pretty much all I order at barbecue if I can is rib tips. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing to get. But that's how good the sauce on fries are. Yeah, I love this song. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's very short. <laughs> like the, everything. It, and another thing with when I was writing, I didn't try to do a format. You know, it was like I just. It was like just a stream of consciousness, yeah. you know. Yeah. So everything is, you know, one verse. Got a couple of, of songs with two verses. You know, this verse is not 16 bars. I don't yeah. get how many it is. You know, I wasn't necessarily counting. I kind of was counting. You know, because this is what I do. But it wasn't like, oh, it has to be 16 and then break and then another 16. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything like that. Yeah. So Very avant-garde. I, mean, I know, right? You're like Archie <laughs> Chef. Yeah, this is uh, Seven Studios, which... This is the old Seven Studios. I know, and... <laughs> Pretty much any building you go to in Jackson, you can be like, yo, I used to come here for poetry night back when this was seven. It's like, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. This, this uh, building is when I first started going to seven. So that was like 99, yeah, 98, 99 around then. 
Man. Saw somebody with a seven shirt on the other night at an indie music week event. Yeah. I forget who it was. I think it was an old white dude. I think. Oh yes. I, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I saw him with that. He was at the Flamingo with it on. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you you know. <laughs> Hanging out with his jazz musician smoking reefers. Right. Smoking the reefer. <laughs> smoking reefer. Smoking the reefer. Awesome. Yeah, we should make prints, like to hang, to frame in your house and say, uh, "This is where Seven Studios used to be," and it could be in everyone's house. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm gonna make some money off that. I know, right? <laughs> All right, what track we got next? This is a uh, Tougaloo Nine. Mm. This is like the second to last song. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like I said, it's quick. Yeah. Yeah, certainly notice that when I listen to it. But it's interesting. It's you said intentionally not trying to make songs. You're just like, him. or not, you know, forming. Yeah, when like a verse, format, chorus, verse yes. kind of thing. So I think that helps. You know, the, each song have a point, and you're not trying to fluff anything around it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want. You know, I didn't want there to be anything to get in the way of the fact that a. Listen, motherfucker. Uh-huh. I can rap. Okay. I don't need any kind of gimmicks. I don't have to have a catchy hook or anything like that. Like, if you want some raps, yeah. You know, I got those. Here. Here's right. the proof, you know. So you're gonna have to write some pretty complex songs for your next album. I think. I know, right? You're gonna have to write a symphony. Some Sun Ra shit. Yeah. You know. Oh sorry, yeah. Can I say Sun Ra? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Certainly. What's the horn sample in the background? I don't tell. Huh? I don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what it is. But there's drums again. Yeah. Panthers passing fruit, Muslims passing final call, not compliance nor defiance in the face. So do you have any shows or anything coming up you want to tell the people about? Uh, yes, I just don't know where yet. I need some shows. <laughs> oh, so hopefully the bookers yeah, are listening. Speaking it into existence, yeah. Ready to perform some more. I just did uh, Jackson Indie Music Week. Yeah. Colin Mouse for the culture. That was cool. For the culture. Yeah. And yeah, shout out to Indie Music Week. Yeah. We got it's some podcast time. stuff to release from that from last week. We recorded like three hours of podcasts on nice. Friday night. Yeah. Nice. It's crazy. And this is Roz Rap. Last track, right? Yeah. yeah. Get in and get out. Freedom don't come without the cracks of the mag. You get what you get with retweets and hashtag. The dumb shit went pop like water on the grease. These rappers ain't bosses, they more Ponzi piece. I try to stay within God's reach, but the arm of the law trying to compete. Fresh food, clean water, raise sons. Yeah, he's rapping. Rapping. There's a lot of rapping at that Hallamal show. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Everybody rapping. A whole lot of raps. Yeah. I, uh, I checked out Alfred Banks for the first time. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, he's, he's dope. He's very animated. Very animated, yeah. <laughs> cool. 
Uh, he, puts on a, he puts on a good show. He's, right. he's a good performer. Yeah. He's been very conscious about that. He's really grown over the past yeah. year. He had a big 2017. He's on the cusp. Yeah. He's probably got a big 18 lineup. I think so. Too. It already looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, but his album is really good. The one he put out last year. Yeah. I like that. Nice dude. Yeah. yeah. Good dude. Cool guy. Come on. Come on. Yeah, there are raps flying everywhere at that show. Yeah. Last song. I wonder what the people say if we don't go. Hip hop will never fade away as long as these kids got something to say, something to say, something to say. Yeah, see, when, uh, what year was that that, uh, Thad Cochran and McDaniels were running? Was that. Is that it was the midterms? It would have been 2014. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that was like when I wrote this. Yeah. Oh, that was a weird day. Yeah. Ugh. Holy shit. I never felt so dirty leaving a polling booth. <laughs> Except that time I snuck into one when I was in middle school. Hey, um, Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, 2014. That was the midterm yeah. elections that year, right? So that's when I wrote this, this song right Seems here. Seems like a fucking eternity I know, ago, man. I know. That's crazy. So much has happened. Yeah. Uh. But not... I was talking about this with somebody the other day is like so much has happened like politically but like technologically it doesn't feel much different you know because like our phones have looked this way for like 10 years now <laughs> right. and that hasn't changed um, but yes uh, a lot has changed in 2014 alright so we're going to play the last little track here um, and just the outro yeah so found out today um, that the original drummer from Steel Pulse passed away today oh wow really yeah um, was it Steve Nesbitt uh, so just threw on chant a psalm to take us out um, in honor of Steel Pulse um, it hasn't made the news or anything but it was on their Twitter and Facebook feeds today so mm. yeah he was from 90 or from 77 to 01 I think it was so anyway just want to play a track with him so James Crow yo thank you for being here Thank you for having me. It's, you know, we both, of course, really like the album. I've uh, gotten the chance to play those tracks for you on stage a couple times, which I really enjoy doing. So I've heard all the songs and really love them. It was fun to have you come and talk to us about them because we don't get to do that all the time. It's usually just our bullshit opinions, (laughs) you know. Um, So no opinions today. It was all all your pretensions on the record, you know. Listen to all our BS. Yeah, it's all facts today. (laughs) Don't get that very often. So tell the people uh, where they can find you and your music. Uh, I'm in Jaffrica. That's where you can find me. Uh, Twitter, at Blue Satch. Um, Instagram, at Blue Satch. Um, you can get my music, jamescrow.bandcamp.com. I said that right, jamescrow.bandcamp.com. Yeah, that's correct. Which we'll um, put a link up to that. Yeah, yes. we'll put a link up for that for sure. Uh, also, get it on all the streaming servers, Tidal, iTunes, Google Play, you name it. It's, nice. uh, it's all on there. Amazon Stream it on Music. Tidal. Yeah, whatever. You know, hey, just, <laughs> you know, or go to Bandcamp and buy it. 
or you can buy it on Amazon if you want to do that. You know, hell yeah. You know, give me some money for the music that I make because I put a lot of effort not into just making quality music, but I like to have a pretty album covers for everybody as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, buy my music and add it to your collection. That's right. It'd be all the better for it. That's the best plug we've ever had for some, <laughs> someone's own music on the podcast. That's right. <laughs> Taking it to a new level. Taking it to a new level. Well, everybody check uh, James Crow out. Uh, like I said, we'll have the links up and everything. Um, this is a good start to 2018. Uh, we are thinking about, we say this every year, but buying some new equipment so we can uh, have uh, more guests. <laughs> We're working on it. Remember, I think we've said that every 10 podcasts or so. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, hopefully we'll, uh, no one's counting. the beginning of the year, we tend to do more episodes, so hopefully we'll talk to you guys again in a, at least a week or two. That's right. Um, as things have slowed down from the end of last year. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, you know where to find us um, on the, the Twitter, um, at Comp Beatdown, Facebook, Comprehensive Beatdown, Comprehensive Beatdown at Gmail. Satchel Player is what we prefer. You can also find us on iTunes um, and DopeMediaNetwork.com, where we also host, we should say, another um, one of our friends' podcast, uh, James Crow, who's hey, sitting right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, looking for a new episode of that. Hopefully uh, we'll yeah, get some kicked I, off I, I in the beginning of the that, year. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for another episode of The Pitch. Yeah, so. so The Pitch Podcast, that's up there with us as well, so be sure to check all that out. Um, Bloggy, you got anything to add? Uh, I don't. So um, well, I was going to say thank you again to yeah, uh, Lokai for having us in the studio, making yes, it sound you. all pretty. We appreciate it. We sound better than we normally do. I sound better on here than I do in real life. I think there's no <laughs> question about that. It's it like, don't make no sense. Yeah, it's like T-Pain or something. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, that's it. Uh, so I guess until next time, I'm Silent G. I'm Blogabonia. Peace. Peace. <laughs>